Hello, uh, it's Ian Aber, and we're back with another episode of Straight People, the podcast. The podcast for straight people, by queer people, because straight people don't have enough. They don't have enough. I'm going to do a big shout out to my 50 listeners in India. I don't know how that's happening, but um, I, apparently there's straight people in India. Didn't know, didn't know. Um, so shout out to you guys. Uh, we are, again, part of the Helium Podcast Network. I'm not sure what that means exactly. They're going to have to tell me. Um, but we are here uh, doing weekly podcasts here at Straight People. Um, our guest this week is, uh, I, like to, I like to use the word prolific when it, when it actually applies. This fella is prolific. According to his Wikipedia page, he's not even a comedian. He's an American humorist. Please welcome Adam Caton Holland. Hello, hello. Hey, how are you? I'm doing well. Um, thank you for joining us. I was just looking at your Wikipedia. I um, didn't even know that. That's yeah. Mark Twain shit. That's what I, the first thing I do is scroll to the bottom of the page to see like you know the see also's uh-huh. like yeah because I'm always like the comparisons and yours didn't like usually people will list like comedians and yours said American humorist you're you're um, an American humorist and a living person you're in that category of living person so <laughs> I like congr- to think of it in that order yeah exactly. <laughs> well congratulations on being a living person uh, especially uh, during the these unprecedented times as yeah. I'm. Mom likes yeah. to say. Um, so this is the podcast um, for straight people uh, by queer people. Uh, we're, we're we're trying to figure out what straight culture is and what straight society is, and um, uh, where did all the straight people come from, and when are when are they leaving? We don't know when they're going to leave. Um, <laughs> when so, the mothership comes, they've get, they, we got a date. We all know what it is, and we yeah. have to we have to keep it secret. I feel like the the straight mothership is going to be a fathership, though. Do you know what I'm saying? It's like a patriarchal. <laughs> Um, but so do you identify as straight? I guess that's my first, that's always my first question. You know how privileged I am? I've never even had to think about how I identify and no one's ever even asked me. Um, so I guess, I guess I am a straight person. I'm married okay. to a woman. Yeah. Uh, I guess that's probably, you know, the first nail in the straight coffin that, yeah. It would be, it would be, it would be great for my ratings if like you were like, you know what? I'm not, I, oh my God, I've been married with a, but okay. So, yeah. All right. so you're I'll, a straight I'll, person. Let's see how it goes. And maybe I'll come out at the end of the podcast. Isn't one of your albums though, like just about, is it your first album is like titled something, something dick jokes. Is it oh not, yeah. Or? It's uh, dick jokes for artists. <laughs> yes. There you go. So, um, but, uh, so as a straight person, great. Congratulations on that. Thank uh, you. Uh, so what I like to ask straight people is, is like you're just born straight or regular. Um, your original recipe, if we're talking about fried chicken, totally. and uh, gay people are totally extra crispy. So like, when did you realize like that there's this thing, uh, gay people or lesbians or queerness in general? Like sometimes it's a person you know, sometimes it's uh, hearing a slur on the playground or or seeing a movie. You know, like for me, like I remember seeing the movie Airplane. And there was the air traffic controller guy who's like really flamboyant. And I was uh-huh. like, that's me. I was like, oh, my God. Um, but I still didn't know what gay was. It just I knew I was like, I'm going to be outrageous. Or whatever. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So I mean, I guess I, there no, wasn't a conscious moment where I realized like, oh, there's people that are into the same sex or even have completely different views of sexuality that I don't know about. There wasn't like a defining moment where I recall that. And, and I'm 40. So I certainly grew up where like, gay was kind of a slur and it was used a lot and and I played sports and you'd hear that stuff and I guess I never even gave it a thought until high school when I started meeting people who were gay or or I guess people were just coming to terms with their sexuality because you're of the age of of like getting into sexual activity and so I remember um, a friend of mine Charles 
said he was gay. And it was the first person I was like, oh, shit, okay. But I, I'm proud I wasn't like, what the fuck? I was just like, well, okay, Charles, like, you're a theater kid and it makes sense. And, the, you yeah. know, it was just like the sort of stereotypical. It's like you just solved for a, ver- there was a variable in a math problem you didn't know that, it, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, I totally. But I wasn't surprised it was the answer. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. I was just like, yeah, oh, that makes sense that that's the answer. Yeah. So I guess it was kind of that. And then also in high school, I became aware, this is how old I am. I, my, I went to a play with my mom. It was the Santa Land Diaries, which was like oh, David, David Sedaris' yeah. first yeah. kind of, big thing and yeah and i was just blown away the main character was like you were talking about the guy on airplane the 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 actor playing him was very flamboyant yeah and very proud of that and uh i was like wow that's funny and and different yeah and so then i went down the rabbit hole of david sedaris and i was like i guess that was kind of my first um exploring a openly queer yeah. mind through his yeah. writings and offerings and stuff. Well, he is an American humorist as well, I would I would suggest. <laughs> yeah, he's way more than me. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Sailor Diaries is interesting because, like, that's a real gay take on Christmas, right? Yeah. And yeah. Uh, if Hallmark movies have taught us nothing, it's that it – Christmas is all about straight people fucking uh, and falling in love and you know what I mean? Like, yeah, 100%. It, it is like, saving a town in the process. Oh, absolutely. Or or learning, you know, getting in touch with your inner child or um, finding finding somebody a new mommy at Christmas, all that kind of shit. It's just, it's just like, the, it is the ultimate straight fantasy. And then it's funny that the Santa Land Diaries is like your first access into queerness because it's like that really for a decade kind of stood as a, you know, sort of like, this is the antithesis of what we think about at Christmas time. Totally, you know? and kind of yeah. a fuck you to like straight, you know, just normal normal Christmas experience. Uh, I didn't even think of that. That's funny. Yeah, there was a line um, in that play. I remember somebody, some woman, was complaining about how terrible an employee David Sedaris was, and she just goes, "I'm going to have you fired," and he goes, "I'm going to have you killed." <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I love, I, I don't know, there's something about, like, uh, gay people in the service industry. It's like, nothing would get done if there weren't gay people kind of running running things behind the scenes. But then there's also, like, in all of those service industries, there's this side conversation happening constantly among the gay people about, like, oh, these straight people are wearing my nerve. Like, every time I've ever waited tables, there was always, like, a manager who would come in and be like, all right, we need to get these buckhead bitches and get them taken care of. <laughs> um but uh, oh, I want to say by the way, my husband uh, had the highest praise for High Plains, uh, the festival that you 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 run uh, that we were at last year. Oh, he, good. Com- he comes with me to every festival, and that was his favorite festival. That um, rules. Yeah, I don't know if it's because of the the edibles that were um, that he was able to get freely available, or that there was a Voodoo Donuts right around the corner from all the shows. Yeah, might have had something to do. That with typically it, helped. But, no, I was yeah. glad uh, you came and that you brought your husband as well. Yeah. For what could have been the last comedy festival ever. So. I know, right? It's like the before like we we did High Plains and he and I had never gone to New York together. So we went to New York during Christmas, like right before Christmas, and I did some shows and then we went and saw some like Broadway shows and it's like literally I said to him the other day I'm like, "Well, I'm glad we got these three things done last year before the world changed forever." So like no matter what happens next, it's we're not going back to exactly what was before. We're going right. to something different, you know, some form of normalcy. Um well, so how glad did you, you had fun in the before times. Oh yeah, it was amazing. It was one like a lot of a lot of festivals don't necessarily completely live up to the hype that they that they have around them. But yours was one of the ones that I was like, oh my god, okay, everything that everyone said because it was like sometimes you go 
And the hang is really fun. Mm-hmm. Like being around the other comedians. And then sometimes you go and the shows are and amazing. The shows, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, or some of the shows are amazing or whatever. But yours was like literally every show I was on or went to was like, I don't know, all bangers. Everybody was a banger. The best. Whoa, my music just started. Hold on. I don't, I don't hear it on this end, so I think... All right, well, they just got... It was Reggie Watts randomly. <laughs> <laughs> so there's just a snippet of Reggie Watts. He heard us talking about the festival, and he came in through the ones and zeros and yeah. had to, to weigh in. Uh, but thank you. And, and my yeah. partner in that festival, Karen Wachtel, is hugely responsible for that. But but I'm glad you, you liked it, man. That's awesome. Okay, I'm going to jump into my next little section here. I love to ask these questions. All right, so one of the things we're trying to do here is trying to actually define, like straightness can kind of be sort of this overwhelming reality. Um, But when we start to actually break down what is part of straight culture, um, it sort of doesn't exist sometimes. So uh, I'm going to ask you some questions and uh, I'm, this is for fun. So some people take it seriously and I'm like, don't take it too seriously. I got it. I got it. Okay. All right. I am an American humorist. So I'll look at it through that lens first and and a living person. And secondly, through the lens of of being a living person. I want to, I want you to check your living person privilege and just look at this as an American humorist. Okay. What if Um, the third one was just completely nonsensical and also a baseball, an actual baseball. I think I still have it up. There's, you are a living, living people, American humorist. Um, people from Denver in 1980 births. That's your... <laughs> Hell that's your yeah. Four. I mean, that's exactly what I am. Right? There's no running from that. <laughs> okay. Um, what would you consider to be a straight brand of clothing? Oh, a straight brand of clothing. I feel like uh, just because it's it lacks any taste, Old Navy. Old Navy? Old Navy straight as it comes, I mean, yeah. in my opinion. Even though the Navy is the gayest of all of the armed services. Very um, true. Very but, true. But, but that's the old Navy. Not that's the, old... the new Navy. <laughs> and it's an NU umlaut Navy. Okay. Oh, okay. Like new metal? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right. What is a straight restaurant chain? You and your wife and your, your kids are going out for a straight meal. You're, you're, you're parading your straight lifestyle. Uh, where do you go? Oh, fucking A. Probably... Old Spaghetti Factory. Oh, do they still have those in Denver? Oh, there's adore. there's one in the Burbs. There was one downtown that I like loved as a kid, and it closed. It was in an old, cool building. There's one in the Burbs, and I actually went there for New Year's Eve with my wife and son. Yeah, we're like, let's just we're, we're lame. We got a one year old. Let's go to Old Spaghetti Factory. Now, were they, was it decorated like old timey? Because like they had one here totally. in Atlanta, totally. and it looked like a San Francisco bordello from like the turn of the century. Like I the think last that's century. the yeah, yeah. And, it, and that's kind of like gay and exciting, isn't it? So maybe there's bit. some subversive non-straight stuff going on but yeah it's that's the theme it's totally like cool well, no, it looked like a it looked like a like a like a like a whorehouse like so there was like it's like you, like there's nothing about the old spaghetti factory other than its decor that's talking about fucking but if you look at the decor and you think okay well what would like if i went into like a whorehouse in the beginning of the 1900s it would probably looked they wouldn't have had the, the the one that we had in atlanta had a trolley car yeah in the middle of the restaurant yep. that rotated oh wow um, yeah it was it was something. And now it's like a now it's like a microbrewery, you know, like all of our old they tore down all the old spaghetti factories and, and put up microbreweries, unfortunately. That's a great answer. I love that. <laughs> Isn't that so, a that's a John Prine song, right? <laughs> what um what do you order at the old spaghetti factory? What's the what's the go to Well, they just like you know what it's all about is their Mazithra cheese. It's all about their Mazithra cheese. So like you just get your classic spaghetti with meat sauce and it comes in that with that Mazithra cheese. But I also it's just like the crack level good blue cheese salad where you're just like, just give me that. I know this there's nothing redeeming or healthy about this salad. I want uh, this salad. <laughs> okay. 
Um, what do you think the straightest astrological sign is and why? Huh. It's not Gemini, right? Because that's me and we got, that's like two sides of the coin. Right. Well, I mean, like I'm, there's no right answers here. So I just don't know enough astrological signs. I read the horoscope every day and I read my wife's and son. They're both Scorpios yeah. and I'm a Gemini. So it's not either of those because we're just fluid as fuck, dude. <laughs> All uh, right. Well, you know, we could be the 13th sign. There's a new sign that something something shifts around the planet. So maybe it's the 13th sign. Is, yeah, I'm not knowledgeable enough to have a good answer for that. Okay. One. All right. Um, why do why do straight people fuck so hard during Christmas time? Because <laughs> you got to save the ice skating rink, dude. And that's the only way. Um, you love hard fucking save the rink. Okay. Uh, why do straight men draw dicks on everything? Great question. Great question. Um, you you want to say it's because of like a secret desire for said dicks. But I feel like that's giving too much depth to the idiots that are drawing these dicks. Yeah. So I think it's honestly just like an expression of the patriarchy 100%. Yeah. It's like, here's my dick. Look at my dick. And there's no denying it. I think it's kind of an, an aggressive thing rather than a... Uh, under the surface desire, right? So, like, do you think like like feminists can like reclaim some power by drawing pussies on everything? Do you think that 100%. might be a wow? Or like hanging a a vagina off the back of your truck to counter those truck nuts? Wow, I've never thought about a truck vagina. That's pretty a truck vagina, be, yeah. truck boobs, truck vagina, vagina. Okay, what is the straightest slang term for women's breasts? And you can tell I'm gay because I call them women's breasts. The straightest slang term for women's, women's breasts. breasts. Yeah. Um, you know, it just sounds lame. Knockers. <laughs> <laughs> In doing this podcast, I realized that I associate straightness with like suburbia or lameness. <laughs> so, Sometimes that's what happens. I mean, yeah. that's the thing. That's the. I actually, when I first started this podcast, it was like a joke because every gay comic who has a podcast, it's all about the queer experience and the queer identity which is amazing but they're all it's all done so i thought okay well let me do it let me go in the other direction and what i find is is that like most of the time people are like i don't understand what you mean straight culture you, oh you mean culture you mean regular right, society? Right. i'm like no 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 okay no, i think it is i it's very it's i'm sure it started as a joke but it's an interesting area to explore even kind of tongue-in-cheek winking yeah. but yeah knockers i picture a bunch of lame like 1950s dudes like get a Get a load of the knockers on Carol over there. Right? And that's one of those things where it's like knockers. So like, you know, titties, boobs, gazingas. I don't know. There's a few that I found over here. But knockers, it's like, is that because they're hard? Or is it like, is that what you, you want? You want a titty so big that it can slap you across the face? Is that Perhaps, yeah. perhaps. Okay. Or maybe you want to knock the titties. I don't even, or maybe knock on the door because they get there first before the person. Yeah. I don't know. That's funny. You okay. know, it's always a fun one. It's uh, titties is like vulgar, but I always like when you just kind of dumb it up and say tatties. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so tatties. These, I like that one. Them tatty, the tiggle bitties. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so this these are just straight straight or gay. I'm going to say a ter- say something. You're going to say whether it's straight or gay, and then throw in an and why if you got one. Okay. Okay, so straight or gay, Hallmark Channel movies. Oh, God, so straight. Okay. So straight. Because there's no... Actually, I don't know. Are there any homosexual? There's one coming. There's one coming. Good. Out this year, and 
um, there's a, a playwright who's a screenwriter now named Topher Payne who's from Atlanta and he's a gay guy um, and uh, he's written some really really amazing like gay plays but he writes now like Hallmark movies but they're just, he writes the straight ones and uh, but yeah so he, there could be an argument that they're gay but they got in uh, trouble they, they got in trouble for being a homophobic network like a year ago I, I'm sure I'm so sure. I'm sure this this one is a reaction we spent a lot of like, time accusing straight people of being homophobic and I'm sure it, we got, got to the Hallmark at some point <laughs> um, okay straight or gay Hallmark Hallmark keepsake ornaments. Um, very straight in a grandmotherly way. <laughs> okay. Um, straight or gay curtains. Um, fluid, fluid, man. I, everyone yeah. enjoys curtains. Okay. Straight or gay drapes. Drapes. Drapes are, um, closeted gay. Okay. You're, 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 you're hiding something and it's your sexuality. Okay. Um, uh, straight or gay green onions. I don't know. And now I'm starting to feel possessive. I love me some green onions, but I feel like everyone should enjoy them. Let's say gay because they're so spicy. They they add a little bit to that that normal dull meal. Okay. Straight or gay scallions. Oh, weren't they the same fucking thing? Okay. Then 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 green onion, straight, scallions gay. Look at you. You're figuring it out. Okay, straight or gay mountain climbing. <laughs> I mean, that's a big Colorado pastime, and um, I just don't. I've seen several documentaries about mountain climbing. I never met, never seen a gay mountain climber. Yeah, so uh, a rock climber. Straight or gay social climbing? Uh, I think I don't know. I think both. Both. both? Okay. Yeah. Um, straight or gay, which is not one of the options, but that's fun. Oh, no, I'm just. Kidding. As an American humorist, I reserve the right for a third option. Okay. Um, uh, Straight or gay pants? Uh, Straight, man. They're straight. Okay. Straight or gay slacks? Slacks are gay. Okay. Um, Straight or gay paintball? So straight. In like, in the the why we paint dicks on the bathroom stalls way. Uh, Straight or gay laser tag? Oh, man. Laser tag is is again. I, I'm just learning that my my thinking of gay is just more fun. So so yeah, gay. Okay, laser tag would be a great drag name too. I think. Oh, um, that's a good drag name. Yeah. Wait, I thought of a great drag name the other day. What the fuck was it? I told my wife and she loved it. Oh yeah, um, Sahorny Weaver. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good actually. Yeah. Um, straight or gay football? American football, of course. It's very straight. Okay. Uh, straight or gay flag football? Hmm. Also straight. Actually, I think that one's gay because you're snatching accessories off of people. Do you know what I'm saying? It's like Fair taking enough. the... But, Fair enough. Um, <laughs> straight or gay baseball? Baseball, phew, it's as straight as a fucking fastball over the plate, dude. Um, straight or gay fast pitch softball? That is gay. <laughs> Specifically lesbian. They own that. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, straight or gay roller skating? Um, roller skate. I know what your next question is going to be. Roller skating, straight roller blading, gay. Look at you. Okay. Um, <laughs> I only got a couple more of these. Uh, so, <laughs> straight or gay? You're the first person who understand. Like I've done this like four, four or five times. It's sort of the newer format. Um, straight or gay bucket hats? What are bucket hats again? Um, those are those hats that are like uh, like Gilligan's Island kind of hat. Oh yeah, so it's yeah, like yeah. it just kind of comes down like in a ring around. So you turn it over, it looks like a little bucket. I think of those as kind of hip hop 
Traditionally, hip hop's pretty homophobic. I would say straight. Okay. Um, straight or gay? Tiny top hats. <laughs> tiny top hats. So that's like a little top hat instead of like a full size one, but like a little tiny one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, third answer: steampunk. Not either yeah. of them. Okay. Um, straight or gay? Lemonade. Uh, I think it's I think it's kind of gay. Okay. Um, straight or gay? Mike's hard lemonade. That's <laughs> that's so straight in the worst. Again, in the we've got a shorthand now for this: drawing dicks on bathroom stalls. Straight. Right. Well, and what's funny to me is that Mike's hard lemonade is obviously straight, but even though it's called Mike's hard, like you put the word Mike's and hard in front of it, and it's still straight. How is that? Even Mike possible? is hard. That's right? the first thing this drink says to you. Yeah. Um, okay, straight or gay buffets, which are probably over, like food buffets. They're probably over. Yeah, 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 yeah. Those are straight because they're just the land of, like, you know, fat MAGA dudes. Uh, straight or gay, um, tableside guac. <laughs> that's, that's neither. That's just a delight. That's, Isn't that's, it? um, Hispanic. You like to watch people toil? Is that a... Enjoy. Yeah, I like okay. to see people work for my food, and we can't get Caesar salads table side. Now I'll do guac. Okay, so this is my final question for you about straight culture. Um, you're at your friend's third wedding, okay? Um, she's had two bad weddings, two bad guys. She finally found somebody she likes. He manages a, um, a Smoothie King. Okay. Um, what is their first dance? What song are they dancing to? Oh, they're in a, it's in a barn. Everyone's drinking out of mason jars. I don't know the songs per se, the titles of them, but I know it's a Jack Johnson song. A I Jack. just fucking know it. Banana Pancakes, I'm going to call it. It's going to be Banana Pancakes. Um, all right, cool. That's awesome. Um, tell people where they can find you. Uh, take your take your moment to, oh, to sure. plug whatever you like to my 50 listeners in India. I, which is a great market. <laughs> and I'm a hello to all those listeners. Uh, you can find me on social media, Kate in Holland, C-A-Y-T-O-N-H-O-L-L-A-N-D. And then my friends and I have a podcast called The Grolix Saves the World, uh, which we're pretty proud of. And that's a lot of fun if you're, if you're a fan of podcasts. The Grolix Saves the World. I just listened to the Boy Crazy episode. The, oh, yeah. That's, yeah. Our, that's the pod within the pod. Yeah. What's your, who was yours? I, can't rem- I, I listened to it the other day and I couldn't remember. We've only done two. There was yeah. one on Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Yes. How you were on- talking about, like, he's not a big guy. He's a little. <laughs> yeah. He's a non-traditional hot yeah. guy. Yeah, um, but he's in a lot of ways the archetypal hot boy. Yeah. The other one we did was New Kids on the Block, um, and we're gonna do another one here soon. We, we have way too much fun recording our boy nice. crazies. Well, I love it. Um, <laughs> all right, well, um, I have, I've totaled your score, and you are in fact straight. So congratulations hey. on that. Um, so let your wife know that you did pass the test. I and, will uh, be relieved. She I appreciate downstairs. <laughs> well, I appreciate you being on and taking the time to be on Straight People. Uh, my name is Ian Aver. This has been Adam. Thank you guys. Take care and uh, listen, like, subscribe, all that good stuff. Thank you. Yay!